301. The redirect. All right, so another off-the-tip podcast. And um, one of the things that I've been telling people about for two decades um, is the, the importance of project planning and doing the research on the business itself. Now, a lot of you probably live inside of your business day in and day out. If you're a startup, you have a good idea, you've got everything kind of laid out, you may not have all the experience to go behind it. And for the seasoned business owners or the C-level executives or people that have been in the industry, whatever industry it is for quite a while, you it, it could be selling products, it could be um, doing installations, it could be a, a number of different things, but you're using the web in one way, shape or form to drive business back to your site. You're trying to make calls happen, you're trying to garnish inside leads, have those goals into an internal CRM maybe, but one of the things is, is really outlining the data that you have. There's a wealth of knowledge that you're probably not tapping into on a regular basis uh, that's really important to take in consideration. Um, with this blog post, actually with this podcast, there'll be a blog post to talk a little bit more and show you examples of benchmarking and then taking data to provide you insights on what you forecasted, what actually happened, and how to realign your strategy. So I guess one of the most important things I like to talk about is, is what you're thinking needs to be done backed by data? Because so many times people walk into this office or they talk to me and they say, um, my website should be doing this. I should be doing something like this. Um, I need to have more leads. I should be getting more impressions. What does all this data mean? Those are kind of like some stop words for me right off the bat. Because if you don't understand what you're operating inside of, meaning your website, the industry online, what content management system or platform that you're utilizing, um, what's the breadth of exposure that has in terms of technical advancements or capabilities and how you can dev those and make changes and alterations to what you're doing marketing-wise and if you even have a marketing plan. So what you've forecasted out, executed, what were those results and then coming to the conclusion and presenting to me that the website should be doing something different. Um, because that's not always true. Um, the online landscape changes dramatically on a regular basis. And there's been a lot of normalities that have happened and in, in, in probably over the past decade where things have kind of planed out in a lot of ways. But even going back a handful of years now, we had social networks that were making a big impact in the way that we did business and where we thought we needed to put our strategies and our marketing dollars towards. There's only been a couple that have prevailed that have been useful uh, as of today, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Instagram being owned by Facebook as well. Pinterest has a great marketplace, but it's very specific to the businesses and how they utilize those and how they get conversion. And essentially those are Soapboxes. Those are places where you can garnish a large audience. You can target. You can collect uh, information from that group. But you always want to be sending them outside of that back to your website. Now, that is the key point of when you're targeting what's happening with that traffic once it comes back into your site. What's it doing? Is it converting? Are you leading them down an intended path to some type of conversion that is going to result in revenue increases in your business? So... I want to talk a little bit about a project we were working on inside of here, 
And it is confidential, so we're going to remove all the names and everything else in this, but we'll be sharing, sharing charts in regards to this. But the concept was, was to build a travel-related site based off of keyword research and popularity of a geolocation. This geolocation is a tourist destination, and the client went ahead and purchased a geolocation name as a .com. Um, associated with a method of transportation, in this case being an airport. In doing so, they were heavily relying on a lot of the older knowledge that exact match domains meant you had complete relevancy. So if I owned uh, redbicycles.com and I sold a ton of different bicycles and other colors, um, I'm everything to do about red bicycles. Google couldn't see any other way to make anybody more relevant like a brand name or anything else because I am Red Bicycles. That's my legal name. That's my domain name. That was taken care of a couple years ago. Exact match domains no longer have that type of value and relevancy in a lot of different ways. There's so many factors in what's going to make a good domain, and we can talk about that on another podcast. But this client played on the fact, which I agreed with, that this geolocation associated with the airport would be good because there's a high amount of search and intent for this location and the airport. Not only to find out about flights, arrivals, departures, services that are there for consumers, travelers, um, stuff to do with immigration and customs, transportation, and other types of activities and whatnot for this geolocation. So mimicking and creating the site um, they laid out an entire business plan. They had a lot of research. This is part of their core business anyways, but they were looking to expand out and make specific sites that would help to bring in other types of traffic that they could then convert over in other ways through their other properties. So in doing so, they laid out this very large site, probably about 70 to 80 different pages, broken down with navigation, and researched topics and information that they knew from the knowledge graph and research and historicals that they had inside of their traditional businesses that writing about certain types of topics, lading them with different keyword sets and phrases, specifically tiered together, would then create this web of relevancy all around this geographic location and everything to do with travel and tourism. And so far, it's worked out pretty well. Um, the chart that we have in the blog post will show you that Upon launching over a seven-month period, they have, well, I can attest to they've done nothing in regards to marketing the site. This is all from organic crawling and embracement of the site itself. So everything that Google has found on the site, what has been come as far as relevancy, and now how they're showing up directly from in Search Console um, in regards to terms, queries, and where they're being ranked for. And they look at this as a three-phase approach. The first phase was to get the website done and launch that. Second phase is to basically let it muster. The way they explained it was, we're going to throw a bunch of lines in the water and let them sit there for quite a while. And then we're going to see what bites and what potentially information we can gather based on all that traffic that's coming in and how those people are interacting and the different data points or data sets that they're collecting, which is going to be via newsletter, uh, affiliate click-through, and then contact forms and live chat. What types of questions are being asked? How are they showing up in regards to these key keyword phrases and questions for FAQs? Um, and then how do they have opportunity to utilize schema and other aspects and code that would make them even more relevant um, to show up more organically moving forward? 
So, so far in, in doing so, they've gotten themselves up to, you know, about 5,000 impressions per month, um, actually visitors per month, and they're starting to get some revenue generated outside of that. And in my opinion, it's a really good example of showing a proof of concept backed with a lot of metrics and research to then lay out a game plan and see that through. Now they're at a great point to analyze all this data of seven plus months since the site's been launched and to now look at it from a point of what does this data mean to me? What can we now change and do something different? And really without making any major changes now that it's been simmering and sitting there, what has Google thought about this site and where have they ranked it and where have they placed it? And what competitors have changed? Because they've been earmarking and benchmarking everything competitors have been doing on a regular basis, what's different, and how that demographic and that industry is changing. Specifically, since it's geared towards tourism, what is the change of the season? Is it high season, low season, mid season? And the different demographics that they know of that would be coming to this tourist destination, uh, being internationals or nationals. And it's really worked out really nice and pretty well. Um, I'm pretty impressed with the the data that's been collected and the game plan now moving forward. And one of the conversations we had together was, what are the cost, um, the costs associated with doing something this way? And in the conversation, they actually posed to me, what's the cost of us going forward and doing something aggressively? How much did we lose? by not doing paid ads and driving people into the site and getting more data and getting immediate searcher intent, people that were targeted specific keyword phrases and getting them to the site. How did they interact? Did they end up doing the end result? They land on a page to find out a vacation or to book a rental car or these different things. Did those things happen? And they looked at it from a point of we're saving money because it's not a top shelf project. This is more of a longer yield for us. We know that this is going to be part of a group of sites that we're going to have that are going to work in tandem with one another. And they're going to be supportive of passing traffic and leads around to different sites to ultimately grab that conversion. So they're looking at a bigger game plan and a longer yield. And they looked at this as being very cost effective in doing the build out, producing all the content, doing all the, the, the graphics, the art, everything is very, very unique to them and making it consumer friendly. And so far we're seeing really good results out of it. So they looked at it as we're saved, we're saving a ton of money and we've saved a lot of money because we just were not ready. We were only ready so far. Um, the one gentleman even said, you know, I was like jumping into a pool. I only wanted to get waist deep right now. And I wasn't ready to immerse myself completely underwater. And I think that's great. It's very calculated. And at least now they have metrics backing their investments to determine what came of it and now what they can do with it. So this is a great example. And this is something I like to see and like to preach uh, inside the agency to any new customers that come in. It's not a lack of action. It's a lack of planning and knowing what it is we want to do. You're going to spend money in your time or our time in research and looking at competitives or competitive sites or competitors, looking at the strategies they're implementing, reviewing ad buys and where they're making their investments. But that is going to save you a ton of money down the line and giving you a really solid foundation of where to start your project or this new business venture you're going to be going into. And we'd love to help you out with something like this. Na, 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 na. Thank you.